0: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. But I'm looking at the game that I'll be at. Bill's Dolphins,
2: AFC East Showdown, Tua versus Josh Allen at Hard Rock Stadium. Got my park
0: game, got my
2: pass.
0: How about that?
2: Got my negative test here, got my proof of vaccination. I'm guarding this with my life from my cousin Christina Medicine Hat. Safe travels to the luckiest guy I know. Have fun. Thank you, Christine. I'm very, very, very lucky.
0: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Everybody's saying that.
1: <laughs> you put on the shades. What? I love it. You like that most? You like that most? <laughs> caught me by surprise.
2: Brian said, are you going to go full South Florida and put your shades on? And I'm like, well, let me, let's me. let just get through hour one and see. And uh, you know these Ray-Bans... They're not that dark, right? I can see everything just fine. Oh, yeah. <sighs> you coming to join me? I can, I can <laughs> read your mind from here, all the way down here, Moose. I know you can. Yeah. Well, it's been a fun Monday so far. We're, we're one hour through. The, this is now hour two, brought to you by Core Grain, doing the right thing for your farm. And I was telling you this story a while back when I first started in television doing that Rough Riders TV show way back in 1995. Remember the producer? I was telling you about it. And I I wanted to wear shades. He's like, no, 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 no. You don't wear shades. You, you're just a dumb radio guy. I, take the shade. Nobody does that. Well, I'd like to. Well, now Moose, we're the boss and we're going to wear shades. So you uh, when you come down here and join me, you can do that too. But it's that's what we're doing. We're in Dodge City, Florida doing the rp show and as i mentioned just at the end of hour one the prairie mobile text line is open 306-840-8777 you can tweet us you can text us if you're watching on live streaming youtube or facebook comment there if you don't mind uh darren we went really deep in the nfl and nhl in hour one i do want to talk about the cfl stuff because our bread is buttered with cfl fans and it is september for the love of pete so let's just recap week seven of the CFL for a second. Hamilton, not upsetting Calgary 23-17 because the Ticats were favored by two. But Hamilton beat Calgary 23-17. Riders beat the Argonauts from Toronto 30-16 to Friday night. Saturday, doubleheader the BC Lions over the Montreal Alouettes 27-18. And the Winnipeg Blue Bombers spanked the Edmonton Elks 37-22. And the Blue Bombers are far and away the number one team in the CFL. But, Darren, did you see the comments from Cody Fajardo after the game? And I read them on 3downnation.com about the social media hate that he was taking. And, and it was interesting what he said. He goes, not just Rider fans. There were Winnipeg fans in there, too. I've had these talks with Cody in his time with the Rough Riders, and he knows because he knows everybody's been kissing the ring and kissing his butt for two years. He knows that, Moose. But he knew the second thing started to slide the other way. It wouldn't be that way. He knew that. Yeah. Doesn't make it any easier to deal with. And the quote, I wrote it down. It takes a toll on your body mentally as well. And I think the point, and I know you'll have some on this, Darren, but mine is this. He's imploring the fans to back off on Twitter and, and so whatever, Instagram now. And my thing is, there was a junior hockey coach. It was Mark Lamb. You might remember, five, six, seven years ago, Had a in a news conference, asked the fans of the Broncos to back off. He's like, these are young kids. It's affecting them. And I wanted to call him and say, Mark, Mark, you're not going to change people. So you need to deal with your players and how to deal with this hate. And that's what I would tell Cody Fajardo, because I know for a fact, at least the last I knew, the Rough Riders don't have a mental strength coach or mental health coach on their staff because I – offered a friend of mine and they weren't riders weren't interested but these players can't deal with us on their own now cody went out and shot the lights out the other night had a pretty good game and the riders are who we thought they were but my heart sank when i saw cody saying that the fans need to realize the players have feelings too that's my take on that what's yours
1: yeah for sure and the fans have feelings, the players have feelings, and unfortunately, this is the tough part of putting yourself out there and, and putting yourself in the public spotlight. This is a little bit of, you know, the price you pay to be an athlete, to be in the public eye. Um, whether you're a politician, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a musician, um, anything out there that, you know, you're going to be in the public spotlight, you open yourself up to that scrutiny. And you have to be not okay with it. Nobody's okay being told you suck. Nobody's, nobody's okay being told uh, all these negative things. That never feels good. No matter how much money you have in the bank, no matter how popular you are, no matter uh, how many advantages you've been afforded in life, it never feels good uh, to hear negative things about you. But you have to find a way to manage that. And whether that's staying off social media, turning your mentions off, You know, tweeting your things but not looking at replies, not scrolling social media. Um, You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't, you know, be in the spotlight but then not have any of the negatives that come along with it. It's just not part of reality. So you have to be okay to deal with it. And I understand, Cody, and I bet that win was a little bit more of relief to not have that pressure that negativity coming around your organization because you can't shut it out completely you're going to hear it somewhere whether it's coffee roll whether it's you know friends and family saying did you hear what these people are saying did you hear this comment did you see that it's 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 part of it it's not good nobody likes it but you have to kind of understand that it that it goes along with it and you know it's it's a little bit of the danger pay. You get paid more money to play football than you do to do other jobs, right, to be a star, to be in the spotlight. And the quarterback gets paid more than the offensive lineman or gets paid more than, you know, other players on the football team because they deal with more of that pressure as well, right? So it's, it's part of what goes along with it. Cody knows that, but I completely sympathize with him because no matter who you are, how popular you are, how big you are, how much money you have, it never feels good to hear negative things ever
2: no uh i think you're i mean i'm better at it than most but i've been doing this a long time yeah right what's cody is he 30 (laughs) i mean it's taken me a long time to get the skin of a rhinoceros and i guess that's my point is you aren't going to change people it's like saying don't be racist don't be don't be stupid stupid people can't help that darren that's right and and now having said that there's nothing wrong with what what cody's saying i mean it's like Ethan Bear standing up. Remember last year, the order's defenseman and saying, I hear this is me standing up against racism and online hate. It, that, that's another way to go about it. But that doesn't mean that Ethan's not affected by it either. Right? So that's that's my take on with Cody. You need to find a way to deal with it because you're not going to change people. Uh, what else do we have here? Again, Bill Lindsay coming up an hour or two, uh, Florida Panthers Broadcaster, 16 year NHLer. A little bit more on the Monday night football game, Darren, if you don't mind. Detroit at Green Bay. Have we looked up the odds, by the way, on uh, for betregal.net? I, I should throw this out here right now. Made it very simple to do my parlay. That was my first actual time with betregal points over the weekend. And those dang Crimson Tide. Did not roll over the Florida Gators. It was a two point win. I and I had him to cover at 15.5. But man, it's fun with BetRegal.net, and they make it a lot of fun. I know you're looking up the odds right now. Listen, I'll look up the odds. You tell me how your Michigan Wolverines did over the weekend.
1: They 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 rolled 62 to 10 winners. I mean, I can't even tell you where they were playing. It was just a wash. So uh how about that? you know, our guy, Mike Greenberg from get up who you and i watch in the mornings um he put out a poll question on twitter you know it was which of the traditional powerhouses in college football will be the next to reach um the college football playoff and he had usc nebraska michigan and i forget who the fourth was but texas Texas, Michigan, Nebraska, and USC, the four traditional powerhouses that haven't been uh, having a sniff of the playoff here in a while. And the poll running away with it was Michigan. They're pretty good. They're undefeated so far. Um, They're rolling, but they haven't been tested that well. But they played, they, they rolled 62 to 10 winners. So I'm pretty happy, although... Our girls from the uh, Slapshot Sweethearts podcast, they were at the Whiteout game in Penn State, and I was watching ESPN College Game Day on Saturday in the morning, having my coffee, and they were from Penn State ahead of the Whiteout game against Auburn, and it looked outstanding. I mean, that is something, a place I want to go and watch a game, and they're kind of convincing me that maybe I should have went with Penn State. I've always kind of been a fan of the Nittany Lions, um, but we'll see if they, uh, if they play Michigan and, and what happens there, but... Uh, we're we're in a good spot so far. Uh, by the way, Moose, I looked it up.
2: Eleven point five. Yeah, favorites. The Green Bay Packers over Detroit tonight at Lambeau. How do we feel about that? <sighs> I don't know. I don't spicy. No, not the way uh, Aaron Rodgers performed last week
1: for Green Bay. I'm going to take the Lions to beat the spread in this one. Now
2: we got to watch.
1: now we got to watch i'm going to go on bet regal too and i i don't know because on the one hand aaron Rodgers and the packers might come out and just flex the muscles you know and you kind of get embarrassed in week one now you want to come out and embarrass somebody right back right to make up for it so i could see this being a 14 21 point win i really could for green bay i really really could but I, I just think 11 and a half is a lot. I kind of six and a half would have been more appropriate for me. I can see Detroit covering the spread too. I really could. I could see them hanging around, but I, I mean, I can see this both ways and that's why, why gambling is, is no slam dunk and why you know, even on the, the, the free play sports book, the bet for free uh, on dot is, is interesting. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I will, I will put something down before we, uh, before we end the show today. Well, but uh, It'll be interesting.
2: I suck at betting, by the way. Don't come to me for betting advice unless you want to go broke. And that's the beautiful thing about the uh, Play for Free sports book at BetRegal.net. It's free. You get 1,000 points. It's like you get $1,000 a month, but it's not dollars. It's points. So you can have fun. And then... Have some action on the game. By the way, uh, to the Prairie Mobile text line, DG and Saskatoon's watching. Says, "Uh, morning, guys. Enjoy Florida, Roddy. Any sightings of Miami's famous COVID-sniffing dogs at the airport? How about Dupes Titans? A gritty comeback on the Seahawks. Crazy that Derrick Henry only trails Jim Brown and LT now in career 150-yard two-touchdown game. That from DG and Saskatoon. By the way, I didn't know those were COVID-sniffing dogs. Not only have I seen them, Darren, they're Dachshunds, if I'm saying that right, or Dachshunds, or Hot Dog, Wiener Dogs. What? And I, I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that they had COVID-sniffing dogs, unless this guy's joking. But uh, yeah, I saw this Wiener Dog sniffing people. I just thought it was a New Wave drug-sniffing dog, but I guess he's sniffing out COVID. How about
1: that? Bob Ziranko. I have to look that up. <laughs> Is that actually a thing you can sniff out COVID now? Apparently. <laughs> oh, okay. All right.
2: Swanee. Swanee writing from the 471. Just joining you guys. Coming off night shift. Mining potash underground. Risk my life every day. Boo-hoo. You get to play a game, Fajardo. I like the dude, but come on. Oh, no. Spicy. Where are you Spicy. guys on that one? They're saying Cody oh, stuck it up, Buttercup. One, well, Swanee in the 471. When somebody comes at you, because you're hiding behind Swanee, Cody Fajardo's out there every day putting his nuts on the line. And everybody knows. That's not to say that he's more or less courageous than you, but nobody's coming at you, I don't think. Uh, I probably shouldn't be surprised, Darren, but I think you walk a mile in a man's shoes before you say "boo hoo," Cody Fajardo. Yeah, you know, Swanee's a regular listener, and I, I like—I I love his support. But you don't know what Cody Fajardo's going through, and and I'll also say this: as a man who's had several death threats in his life, and probably will get many more, with the way that I am, you—you you don't take that stuff lightly. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, yeah. how, how do you feel about this boo, boo-hoo, Cody?
1: Yeah, it, I don't like it. It never, feel, but it never feels good, right, to hear something negative about yourself. We get it all the time. We're in the public spotlight, right? People don't agree with my picks. I take that personally. People don't agree with something I say on the air. I, I take it personally, right? We all do. Everybody does. It's a matter of trying to block that out and understanding there's more positives than negatives. But, you know... I mean, to the fans, Cody's just a football player. He's the football player. He's just a quarterback. He's there for wins and losses. He's there to throw touchdowns. He's there to make plays. The fans don't really care what Cody does when he goes home. They don't really care that he's got a family. They don't really... To them, he might as well be a video game player, right? Um, but he's a person, and you got to understand that, and you got to kind of respect that a little bit, too, and understand he's got feelings he's putting his name on the on his jersey and going out there every week and you know exactly who he is and he's got to go out in the community and he's got to deal with those things so it's a little of column a little of column b it's something that's gone on for a long time but we have to we have to understand these are people too
2: before we break and bring in uh, bill Lindsay, florida panthers alum and current broadcaster had my breaking news bell here browns wide receiver jarvis landry could miss multiple games with a sprained mcl suffered in sunday's win over houston landry got hurt while being tackled at the end of a nine-yard completion on cleveland's second offensive play coach Steven, uh, kevin stefanski said this morning that landry will be week to week there's news from the national hockey league travis zajac has retired he signed a one-day contract With the devils today so he could retire as a member of the organization where he spent all but 27 games of his 15-year career the 36 year old zajac plans to remain with the devils in a player development and consulting role he also will help to develop the club's youth hockey initiatives he finished his career with the new york islanders after a trade in early april last year if you recall he played 13 regular season games he had a goal and a helper and 14 playoff games two points there the Islanders. so that's what's going down in sports today we will uh, bring moose in later on for the last two segments bill Lindsay, florida panthers broadcaster joins us next we are broadcasting from south florida on game plus tv youtube and facebook live and 24-hour sports radio rod peterson.com
0: head to youtube.com slash the rod peterson show now you gotta subscribe click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed
2: Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to Manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at Manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me.
0: Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rob.
2: All right, welcome back, everybody. So just before we went on the air, Clark, just told me that we don't have Bill Lindsay. So do we still have Darren in the bunker? Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so we're uh, anticipating joining us, Florida Panthers broadcaster. So they just dropped that on me as we were coming back from Bill. Lindsay is not logged in yet. So it's like, can we get Darren back in here? Or it can be just you and me rapping, which is kind of going to be a thing here for the foreseeable future. But I wanted to get to the bottom of this. Bill Lindsey's Wikipedia says he's from Big Fork, Montana, which, by the way, where the hell is Big Fork, Montana? He says he played for the U.S. national team. But then I go to his hockey DB, the big board, And it says he's from Fernie, B.C. And played for the Tri-City Americans from 1989 to 1991, the Vernon Lakers and the BCJ. This is bothering me. 777 games in the National Hockey League, by the way. This guy's been all over the place. Bill Lindsay joining us. We're hoping at some point because we wanted to talk some NHL, some Florida Panthers hockey, and been down here since Friday-ish. And they're very excited about the Florida Panthers. Yeah, they lost out in a seven-game series to the Tampa Bay Lightning and the eventual Stanley Cup champions last year. So they knew that they had a, a tough draw in the Stanley Cup bracket last year. So while we await Moose rejoining us, and while we await Bill Lindsay joining us, and who knows whether he will or not. He might have he slipped. Hey, Moose is back. How you doing, Moose? What were you doing?
1: Business? I was playing I was playing on my phone in the break, okay?
2: No, well, I, Clark said that you were gone from the bunker, so I'm like, well, if Bill Lindsay's not back, let's bring moose back because, as far as I could tell, we're having a lot of fun, at least I am. How are you oh,
1: doing this is we we could and probably should do this for two hours every day.
2: Write it down.
1: Yeah, I'd be okay with that.
2: By the way, so I'm just going to get to from some of the viewer comments here. Uh, Darren, and we'll and we'll roll with it from Captain Harvey Ryder. He writes in and says, "Ahoy from North Battleford." Been listening on other media, love the show, and still a big fan of it. Thank you, Captain Harvey Ryder. We're a big fan of you. From General in Calgary, says, "Pajardos a snowflake." Come on, Rod. <laughs> What would you expect from a Stampeders fan? I'm not even dignifying that, Moose. And we've covered that already. We're moving on. That's right. Um, Here's one for you from the Puck and Pigskin podcast. Just joining Bet Regal, and it's asking if I have a code. I'm sure you've already mentioned a code a million times, but I have not heard it. You guys have a code to join? In all of our Zoom calls with BetRegal.net, Darren, I do not recall a promo code being asked for Hey, if you want to buy Manscape, we got you covered there. Bet Regal, not so sure.
1: Yeah, don't. I, I mean, we'll put that down as as a point to bring up in our next uh, our next call with with the folks the, the high powers at Bet Regal. We'll have to bring that up this week.
2: Oh, okay. Bill Lindsay's joining. Here's from Swanee, by the way, Moose. And I'm sorry to pull you out of your uh, meeting regarding the Fajardo saying suck it up buttercup swanny says i was dropping it down to reality guys yes you're a famous football player in saski but there are thousands more nobodies busting it every day for much less but you're not getting ripped apart on social media as a potash mine worker and that's not any less important probably more important than what cody fajardo does but until you walk in cody fajardo's shoes now there's there's more here uh, Hey, a quick one from troy durrell On Facebook, who are Rod and Dupes' mid-season CFL most outstanding players? Right now, I think it's Caleros or Whitehead. Yeah, I'll say Cody Fajardo. Have you spent any time thinking who's the best player in the CFL right now, Darren?
1: Mike Riley. That'd be my pick. Michael Riley? Okay. Gotcha. Uh, We'll come back around on that.
2: Again, thanks for jumping in, Moose. We'll bring you back a little later on for viewer takeover. You got it. All right. So... Uh, producer quick tells me that we do have Bill Lindsay. And Bill, I, you're in South Florida, I believe. We're in South Florida, obviously. Yeah. How you doing, Bill? Welcome to the show. Good yeah. to see you, my man. I'm doing good. Actually, I actually had a charity
3: golf tournament today with uh, Steve Goldstein puts it on. Uh, the play-by-play voice for the Florida Panthers. So out here with a bunch of, bunch of people. And actually got to play golf with Jason Taylor today, one of the most famous mm. linebackers in Dolphins history. So had a treat out here today and nice to join you guys
2: well and he's a broadcaster too i was listening to him on the dolphins game yesterday but bill look i gotta get to the bottom of this big fork montana or fernie bc what is it why why do you why is you you listed as being from two different places what's the story
3: fernie british columbia is where i was born and raised abdul citizenship citizenship my parents are american and i was born in fernie when I went to Saskatoon p- to play for the World Junior Championships for Team USA, I uh, didn't have a chance to play for Team Canada, but because of my dual citizenship, they asked me to play uh, for Team USA, and they asked me where, where I was from, and I said Big Fork, Montana, uh, because that was American. <laughs> but uh, they assumed, and every everyone from there, no one asked any questions, and they thought, well, I guess that's where he was born, but uh, that's not the case. I grew up as Canadian, I was born in Fernie British Columbia, that's where I spent most of my time. That's where I learned to play hockey. And as far as hockey goes, I'm Canadian through and through. I did have a chance to play for the U.S. in a couple of world championships, world juniors type stuff. But I still consider myself, as far as background, Fernie British Columbia and Canadian heritage.
2: Well, we're proud to have you, but it's a hell of a story, man. And uh, I might contact Wikipedia on your behalf as a proud Canadian to get that Fernie thing put on your Wikipedia. Listen, Bill. I've been down here three days. I'm going to be here a while. They are excited about these Florida Panthers. Very excited. Do you match that enthusiasm going into this season?
3: Uh, Yes, I do. Uh, They built it up. They've got a good, really uh, good team. The playoff series against Tampa Bay last year, something that they can build off, something that they can learn from. It was an incredible season. 27 years it took for the Florida Panthers and Tampa Bay Lightning to finally meet in the playoffs, and the battle the sunshine state really took on another level that's good for hockey down here in south florida and uh watching that first series firsthand i thought it was incredible toe-to-toe and the panthers hung in there they had to use three goaltenders that's a problem they've got to find someone that can stop the puck and they got to have consistency in net but as far as their forwards are concerned defensemen they are deep they can push and they should be there the good thing for the panthers panthers this year is that they've been battling to get into the playoffs year in and year out but now it looks like they're in a position now it's not about getting in the playoffs it's what can you do once you get in the playoffs
2: well absolutely and i'm sure you thought about it six ways from sunday in this offseason. but how what did they need to do to beat Tampa in that seventh game? Or did the or did the right team win? I guess the right team won because they went on to win the Stanley Cup, but what could they have changed, do you think? Have you thought about it? Uh you not using three goaltenders in
3: one series. <laughs> that was the biggest <laughs> thing. If you looked at it, we got we we got to Vasilevsky more than any other team. We actually it was a we had some games that were run and gun, but when it mattered most, Vasilevsky was able to shut the door. And we went through Bobrovsky, and then we went through Drieger, and then finally Spencer Knight, the young kid, and that got a chance. So you can't use three guys, three goaltenders in a playoff series and expect to come out on the winning end. They got to have some guys that, once the playoffs are there, that are going to stop the puck. And if they do that, then maybe they advance. And they have the talents. Uh, if you look at every position, they're deep. Bill Zito's done a tremendous job bringing players in. Sam Reinhart's a new addition coming on. Sam Bennett at the trade deadline. And Joel Quenville has a multitude of options up front with what he can do with this lineup. Uh, he can put guys at center. He can put guys on the fourth line, third line. It's just a, a really deep hockey team. And the defensemen not as many giveaways. Keith Yandel was one of those guys that was prone to giveaways and they've got him out of here. And Mackenzie Wieger really stepped in the forefront. Aaron Eckblad coming off that injury was having a Norse-type season last year. So all the pieces are in place. The only question mark is who's going to be the goaltender? Who's going to stand up in goal? But if they get that answered, this is one of the deepest clubs in the NHL.
2: I was actually just going to ask you that. And I'm looking through this florida roster by the way i mean bill i remember you you would have been a pain in the ass to play against you were that was kind of the hallmark of your 16-year career carter verhege is a lot of panthers fans favorites would you draw any comparisons between your game and his is there any bill Lindsay's on this florida lineup
3: (laughs) um there are some carter verhege's emerged as more more of a goal scorer than i have and that's really good uh bill zito did a deep dive on analytics as far as verhege goes he scored at the junior level scored at the american hockey league level and they figured that if he put in the right situation that he could do it at the nhl level and he was able to do that played a lot with Barkov last year and they had a ton of chemistry so maybe a notch above as far as goal start goal scoring verhege but guys like nolachari ryan lomberg is a guy that doesn't get talked about a lot but really came on was on the taxi squad and he really lit a fire on this panther team as far as the fourth line goes he was everywhere fought everyone scored a big overtime winner in the playoffs and it's those kind of guys that kind of had the extra depth the extra layer that the panthers haven't had in the past it's uh a grind mentality. So you have guys on that third and fourth line that are going to pay a price. And Patrick Hornquist was a big deal last year. He comes over, he's won a couple of Stanley Cups, but him and himself as leadership was able to change that dressing room with his approach, his consistency to the game. uh, Joel Quenville raved about him. So now you bring in Joe Thornton, another veteran. The locker room was the biggest problem. The on-ice product wasn't great, but the locker room, and I was there when we went to that Stanley Cup run. We had a really cohesive locker room. We were more committed for the guy beside us than we were for himself. We did not want to let whoever was beside us down. So that is what they've got going on in the dressing room. And once you have that, then you've got a chance to really compete for a Stanley Cup,
2: c- cup. They've really changed the dynamics in the dressing room. Well, just... Uh... Two quick last questions before I let you get back golfing. But just, I, again, I've only been down here a few days, but that 96 Panthers team, Bill, has come up every day. Like, I mean, it's you're not the 72 Dolphins, but in hockey, that people still talk about that, man. Does it come up every day to you?
3: It, it comes up a lot, and that's something that has to change because we haven't won a playoff series since 96. And it was good. We put hockey on the map. It was a fun place to come. It was explosive down here. Miami Arena was loud. Everyone was into it, and it was a fun run with those guys. And uh, it was special for for that time. But uh, there's been a lot of seasons, a lot of losing, and they've started to turn the corner. So it's asked about a lot. But this Panther team now is really talented, more talented than the team that we had in 96. And they're poised to make some noise in the playoffs. And that's what is exciting for me down here, 96. That has to be, a, it's great and everything, and I appreciate it and what we went through as a team, but it has to be a memory. This team has to start to create a new legacy, new success, and it starts with Barkoff winning the Selkie Trophy, Quenville up for Coach of the Year, Bill Zito up for General Manager of the Year. Those type of stuff is stuff that we haven't seen for a long time down here in South Florida. So they're starting to move in the right direction. This team is talented. We get asked a lot about 96, but it's been a long time since 96, a long, long time. So uh, even people like the 20s, the 30-year-olds, they don't, even, they don't even remember that time. So this team has to have some playoff success, create some new memories, and really generate that vibe down here in South Florida.
2: Last one's a real quick one. Who plays more games this year in goals? I'm a goalie guy, a goalie myself. Bit of a, a stickler. Sergei Bobrovsky or Spencer Knight? Who plays more games this
3: year? is going to play more games. Spencer Knight's going to be under the tutelage, and we'll see what happens once comes playoffs times. But with Bobrovsky, they're still, with two Besna trophies, he puts a lot of work with it. Between the years, it's mental. He's got to be able to figure it out mentally. And if he does that, then they still think that he can get back to that Vezina trophy form. Spencer Knight's going to learn, learn a lot from Bobrovsky. But we'll see as the season goes on, if uh, Spencer Knight develops and he pushes Bobrovsky and shows that he's capable, then he might have a chance down the stretch. But the immediate plan from everything that I'm hearing is that they want to give Bobrovsky every chance to return to that Besna Trophy form, and he's got a chance. He's got a good team in front of him. There's no more excuses for him. So this is the third year of the contract, the big year of the contract, and if he is going to return to that form, this is the year. If he doesn't do it this year, then it's not going to happen down here in South Florida.
2: Makes uh, makes sense. They're paying him. They want to get their money's worth out of him. Bill, big fan, as you know. I, I hope I showed that. I enjoy the day, and hopefully we can do it again one day. Yeah, thank you very much. Sorry about the, the phone here, the quality. But I appreciate you guys having me
3: on just and uh, just giving the Panthers and everything. And uh, it's going to be a fun hockey season, short turnaround. And the NHL is with the athletes today is about as good as it's ever been. So it's going to be an exciting exciting season. And thank you very much.
2: You bet. All right, bud. Thank you for the time. Bill Lindsay, uh, Panthers alum and uh, color commentator. Joining us on the RP show today, Canada's daytime sports talk show, which oddly is coming to you from South Florida with South Florida guests. And I love it. And by the way, the Panthers will be home Sunday to the Nashville Predators and a preseason doubleheader. And we'll be there for that. Talking about uh, the show here, or sorry, talking about those games next week, right here. We'll be back. Moose will join us. We've got a sports update uh, coming up. A lot of sports going on today. There's been some breaking news this morning. We'll get to that and more in a moment. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-Hour Sports Radio at rodpeterson.com.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show.
2: All right, welcome back. We are on the air broadcasting live from Dodge City, Florida, the RP Show. Taking the show on the road and uh, get used to it as the moose is joining. I think I can hear you, moose. I can hear you fiddling with the microphone. eh? You're back in the bunker? Yeah, Yeah, I'm here. Are you ready for... Did you submit some photos for the uh, photo album for Great Western Brewing Company? I
1: don't know if they made it in there, but we all we just want to see Florida anyways.
2: Well, they, they tell me that, they, that they're ready to go. Oh, here we go. Obviously, that is... Uh, today is in Here from Dodge City. How about some poolside sports talk? Hashtag Florida. Here nice. in the RP's show summer photo album. We're at summer every day. Uh, that was from the football game yesterday. Another sellout... Moose, which they've sold out every game for 35, 40 years. But I'll tell you I what. Saw, I saw Ocho uh, Cinco big, was there. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. They showed him on the big screen. How long did he play for the Dolphins?
1: Did he play for the Dolphins?
2: No, I thought he did. He's your guy. <laughs> <Maybe> <laughs> I thought he, I was for like, wow, I don't remember. Half a
1: season. Yeah, uh, I'd have to go to the
2: big board. Oh, you guys uh, plucked off my Twitter. I see. Yeah, so you're a winner. Uh, well, yeah, we did have a meeting with the Dolphins front office. I think that that was an inside job. Won some Dolphins trinkets there, Moose. And that was walking into the stadium, Hard Rock Stadium, which has been renamed Hard Luck Stadium after yesterday. 35-0, the Buffalo Bills. What? That's the last one. Okay, thank you, producer. Right. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, Jersey, going into Hard Luck Stadium. But that's the RP Show, Summer Photo album presented by Great Western Brewing Company. An original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, a superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise, purchase at a store near you today. Well, I've kind of, Darren, given a lay of the land to everybody for what's been going on down here. Great chat, by the way, with Bill Lindsay there. Uh, looked like he was having some fun at the Steve Goldstein Golf Tournament. What'd you think? Did you watch that interview?
1: I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, but he's, he's got it made, I mean. And he's right, about 96 we got to stop looking back at 96. They need some new memories, some new, you know, things to talk about a little more recent than 96. So, um, but no, it's, it is great to connect with him. And I know that's only the beginning of what's going to be a really good relationship uh, with that whole organization.
2: Oh, they have treated us so great. I can't wait to get into the BB and T center on Sunday because they're like, Rod, we can't wait to meet you. But yeah. you know what that told me, Darren, was what kind of a guy Bill Lindsay is because I don't want to name names or even franchises, but I know guys that are legends with certain franchises and they don't want that to ever to be changed. You know, what that interview with Bill Lindsay was Julio Caravada, who said for years, he was the last Canadian to start a game in the Canadian football league for years and years and years. Remember? Yeah. And he was like, I think 1996 was it. And he's like, I don't want to be that guy. We got to have Canadian quarterbacks starting. And now there's been a ton. Brandon Bridge broke it. And then I guess Michael O'Connor broke it. I want to say there was a third, but that just tells Buckley? us how did good Buckley of a guy. Build it. Andrew Buckley, I don't think he did. I don't think he started. I don't think he did. But we're, yeah, starting to see the emergence of a lot more Canadian quarterbacks in the last five to 10 years. And I'm not sure necessarily what precipitated that. I mean, you're the uh, Canada West. Mm-hmm. new sports broadcaster and junior football too. Why do you think that we've seen an uptick in Canadian quarterbacks? Well, Nathan Rourke. Nathan Rourke. Most I was recently, just the say, lines. Well, yeah. these to... are these are a U.S. trained Canadian quarterback.
1: That's it. We're starting to see you know Canadian football players get noticed south of the border. That's what we're starting to see. And yeah, being developed in Canada is important, and we're starting to see that development take a huge spike upwards, but. In the States, they're starting to notice the talent that's up here. And, you know, Jim Mullen, the president of Football Canada, and that organization has done a really good job developing grassroots football to the point where Canada has started to have some supremacy at the junior football ranks, at the world championships, where they've beaten places like the U.S. You know, Japan and Mexico are starting to become more football powerhouses. But Canada, at that younger level, is kind of leading the way, which has been great. Um, But you're seeing Nathan Warwick go down to Ohio with the Bobcats. You're seeing um, Michael O'Connor, who spent time with Penn State, right, and then come back up to UBC and have success and then really slide in that Canadian game. So um, I think that's helping. I think we're moving in the right direction. And good football players are good football players. doesn't matter where they come from.
2: Really good point. By the way, Sean in Vancouver is watching – it says, Rod, are you going to jump in the pool behind you at the end of the show? Go for it. Change of pace from the pen throw. Darren, I just looked this up. Where we are at Dodge City, 32 degrees Celsius. Partly cloudy, if you can believe. Mm. And with the humidity of 63%, it feels like 39 degrees <laughs> Celsius, okay? And for our American friends, I'm going to flip that over to... uh Fahrenheit, 90 degrees and partly cloudy right now. With the humidity, it feels like 102. Wow. Wow. So I'm already into my second shirt. I'll be into my third right after the show. And how about that? I got a guy. How about that? Hang on. I put on my shades and I lock myself out of my phone all the time. You know how that goes? Yeah. Or maybe you don't, that Android phone you have.
1: I know it with my mask. But, That's what I know it with.
2: Yeah. Football guy from Orlando writing me. What part of Florida are you in? South Florida. But there's just so much action going on down here. As you know, Darren, from a sports perspective, yeah. it's very similar to us taking the show to Calgary, right? And people, how many people asked you why Calgary? How many people?
1: Can't count that high. I mean, there's so many that ask and now they're asking why Florida.
2: Right. And I'll use the same answer that we use for Calgary. Why not? And same thing that we said about Winnipeg. Same thing that we said about Montreal. Um, although I didn't tell you, I did have a sports guy from Vegas. Or did I tell you on the phone last night, the guy in Vegas said, I guess you're coming out. I'll see you at the Golden Knights home opener. You're doing the show here, right? And I'm like, right.
1: <laughs> did we promise that Darren? Did, did you promise that and not tell me? We might've been writing checks at our, uh, you know, what can cash, uh, <laughs> you know, cause we want to be everywhere. I, th- I got to look at the calendar. It's very close to the Edmonton Oilers home opener, which we will be in Edmonton for that. Yes. Kick off the NHL season, which is going to be awesome. Um, I mean, I'll never rule anything out. As you know me, I'd like to keep all options open, remain eternally optimistic. I mean, if we could go from Edmonton to Vegas, great. That would be awesome. But uh, that's not pen. Nothing's written down about us going to Vegas yet.
2: Uh, by the way, so just before we break, then we'll come back with a viewer takeover. Tua Tunga Viola Tua was forced out by a rib injury. Carson Wentz hurt his right ankle. Andy Dalton had a knee issue. And Tyrod Taylor exited with a hamstring injury. So all in all, it was a rough Sunday for NFL quarterbacks. Tunga Viola was knocked out of Miami's 35-0 loss to Buffalo when he was hit by A.J. Epineza on a failed fourth down play near midfield in the first quarter. Dolphins coach Brian Flores said this morning an x-ray shows no nothing was broken. Pittsburgh linebacker T.J. Watt, Denver linebacker Bradley Chubb, and Philly defensive end Brandon Graham also were among the NFL's most notable injuries in Week 2. Watt left the Steelers 26-17, loss to Vegas with a groin injury. Chubb aggravated an ankle injury during the Broncos' thir- 23-13 win at Jacksonville. And Graham suffered a left Achilles tendon injury in the Eagles' 17-11 loss to San Francisco tennessee's offensive line took a hit when left tackle taylor lewin limped off the field with a knee injury suffered in pregame warm-ups before the titans 33 30 ot win at seattle and cleveland quarterback baker mayfield hurt his left shoulder during the browns 31 21 win over houston but he came back to throw a touchdown pass and run for a touchdown and the toronto blue jays open a three-game series with the american league east leading Rays tonight in tampa Robbie Ray gets the start for Toronto. He's 4-0 with a 1.80 ERA in 10 starts since a July 21st loss to Boston. The Jays hold the second spot in the AL wildcard race, one and a half games up on the Yankees. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League breaking news and analysis. Visit today at Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G Protein Bars, now with eight amazing flavors, RP Show viewers, Get 20% off with a promo code RP Show. Order yours now at g2gbars.ca. Moose and I return with viewer takeover right after this. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com.
0: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod.
2: All right, welcome back. in the Moose 2. It is viewer takeover, as we said. It's my favorite part of the show. Because, as you know, most of the viewers take over. And they decide what we're talking about. Um, So, on the Prairie Prairie Mobile text line from the 289... Oh, it's from Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame. Enjoy that heat rod. All the best in South Florida. It's a whole lot cooler inside the Hockey Hall of Fame archives. Hey, it's not for everybody, Moose. I've become a hot weather guy, and I love it here. And Bob's your uncle, right? That's right. It'd be a very boring, boring world if we're all the same and like the same things. Wouldn't you agree? Of course.
1: Of course. And I, and I love it, too. I, I know it's, uh, it's fun. You're down there. Um, I'm here. But this isn't going to be the case every time, just so you know. You won't get to go to Florida. Alone. What do you mean? Well, I'm, I'm, kinda, uh, I, I'm not yeah. going to be here every time you go down somewhere warm.
2: I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Jenna's watching in Southern California and says, I would be melting. Well, I'm sure it's hot there, too. Uh, and pretty soon people are going to get over the fact that I'm in South Florida. They'll just be used to it, you know. Um, hey, did, in your circles, Darren, and I know that you were around football people this weekend, how many were talking about the Calgary Stampeders' loss to the Hamilton Tiger Cats Friday night and what issues the Cats might be dealing with, or sorry, the Stampeders might be dealing with with Bo Levi? Because uh, G- the general in Calgary's written in and says, Bo Levi is apparently battling mental issues which i guess if it's not physical then what else would it be emotional maybe i don't know uh but i did watch enough of that calgary hamilton game and the analysis on the panel afterwards where they said bull levi just not right he's just not right well clearly he's not right what is it
1: i know it's it's something's going on and I don't know what it is, and it's hard to pinpoint. If it's not a physical ailment, there's something, because Bo doesn't look like Bo, and there could be other distractions going on in his life. There could be other things happening. He might not be himself. He might not be as focused as he was, or simply he just might not be you know, making the throws. He might be off by just a little bit. That's all it takes at pro football, and the best, which includes Bo, are on every single time, right? And when you're off by just a little bit, it can look like a lot when you actually get onto the field. So um, I'm sure he's working through it. I'm sure he's, you know, really uncomfortable. He doesn't like not having success day in and day out. But there is, you know, reason to have concerns if you're the Calgary Stampeders. People are talking about it, not just in Calgary, because this is the biggest shock in the Canadian Football League, is that the Calgary Stampeders aren't the dominant Calgary Stampeders that we're used to.
2: Well, and I just wonder, because, and I want to hear from the Stamps fans, and I know for a fact the Stampeders fans love this show because it's the only place that they get to talk about their team, right, is right here. And Jeffrey Townen writes in and says, uh, in 2018, Bo lost every single import, re- every single import receiver and still won a cup with a makeshift receiving group. I mean, what, how far does it go for the Stampeders to say that they lost so many players through free agency into the NFL because they lost a lot? I think you could say that in the media. You could say that to your fans, Darren, but I don't think you can hang your hat on that internally. And I bet you the Calgary Stampeders are not.
1: They're not. They're looking at guys who can step up. You know that in those meeting rooms, the receiver meetings, the O-line meetings, you know, the running backs groups um, on the defensive side of the football, you know, in all of those separate meetings, you've got position coaches that are saying, look, it, we need to be better. You know, our quarterback is struggling. Sure. We're not winning football games. Sure. But we need to be better. And every position group is going through that in Calgary. And we'll see if they come up with an answer.
2: Uh, Perry mobile text line from the four, seven, one, absolutely awesome to see you down in Florida, Roddy. Unfortunately, you are at the grind working LOL. Enjoy it, man. You deserve it. Can't wait for October. Jays, Oilers, Riders. Uh, yeah, if that's your team, listen, please don't feel sorry for me. Darren, do you feel sorry for me that I got to work?
1: I feel sorry sorry for me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> exactly well a huge thank you to all of our crew guys we'll be right back in Dodge City tomorrow noon eastern 10am thanks Moose see you I'm going for a dip see you tomorrow on game plus everybody's clapping they're, they're just clapping that you the thought of you passing away you're all like you're all <laughs> hear them laughing over here what does that say I don't, they don't think they really? like you I guess
0: not for more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin-Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My Rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place
3: to make your trip truly unforgettable.